Flower Hour, where souls go on a journey to learn and unlearn their human experiences to catch a higher vibe. In this safe space, we'll be discussing spiritual growth, positive well-being, and all things related to the mystical realm. This is Sister Juvie and Desiree, and thank you for tuning in or tuning back in to Flower Hour. Last week was our debut, and I want to say thank you to everyone who took the time to listen. We appreciate it so much, and in case you missed our intro, we talked about new beginnings and love. Yes, thank you to everyone who's listened to the podcast so far and even reached out with positive feedback. It really makes us happy, and I promise you won't be disappointed because we have been dying to share the very first full episode of Flower Hour. So today's topic is something that has really changed my life, and I hope that if you're tapping in, it will help transform your life too. The topic of this episode is the Law of Attraction. Juvie, can you share with everyone what the Law of Attraction is, please? Yeah, for sure. So the law of attraction, guys, is a mysterious power that not too many people are fully aware of. Its definition is the ability to attract whatever we're focusing on. Wait, so are you saying we have superpowers? Indeed, sis. Regardless if we're knowingly or unknowingly aware of this power, it's being used every second of our existence by bringing in more of what we put out into the universe. Ooh, tell us more. Sure. So I'm sure everyone's heard of the saying, speak it into existence, right? Well, yeah, I feel like every day you hear someone say, speak it into existence, or oh my gosh, I spoke it into existence. Yeah, for sure. Well, the history behind this saying stems from ancient scriptures, okay? Way before our time. If you're into religion, try connecting this saying to asking ye shall receive, spoken by Jesus, are what you think you become by Buddha. Guys, there's also Bible verses related to this meaning. If you guys want to look up Genesis 1-3, Mark 11-24, Proverbs 23-7, or even John 5-14. But what really brings this saying strength, guys, is that it's still trending today, centuries later. Sis, I also wanted to mention that we have many distinguished and successful people, both past and present in our society, who believe and practice the law of attraction. Um, Some examples are the great genius Albert Einstein, who stated, imagination is everything. It is the preview of life's coming attractions. We also have the famous self-help author, Napoleon Hill. He said, both poverty and riches are the offspring of thought. Finally, we have rapper Jay-Z, who was quoted saying, that's how you do it. You've got to vision it first. Oh, chicka chicka. (laughs) It can be comprehended, guys, in many different ways. In the Western culture, this concept came from the word karma. I know many of us use this term negatively, but it's not just associated in that way. It also refers to the spiritual principle of cause and effect of an individual's intent. 
So good intent and good deeds contribute to good karma and happier rebirths, while bad intent and bad deeds contribute to bad, of course. And if you're into science, guys, in the form of quantum physics, then you know that there's belief in the power of what you say and that everything in the universe is connected to each other. And if we influence one thing, we can influence another. You guys should also know that reality is a projection of the mind and what we tell ourselves defines our perspectives and the way we live. And last but not least, guys, in the spiritual world, we consciously and subconsciously manifest. So now that we're all aware of our power, if good things aren't coming to us naturally, our bad energy seems to keep following us around, there's a great possibility that your power is either blocked or focused on the wrong things. Exactly, sis. So in other words, the law of attraction is the belief that your thoughts will manifest your reality. Simply put, if you have a negative mind full of anger, shame, sorrow, and self-pity, then don't be surprised if you notice a trend of people and situations that only reconfirm these negative thoughts. On the other hand, if you have a clear and open mind that is full of hope, optimism, light, and confidence in your future, then I'm sure you probably already noticed how content and peaceful life is at the moment. This is because you are vibrating at a higher frequency. The thoughts you create in your mind will determine the type of vibration you emit into the universe. Vibrating at a lower frequency means attracting more negative people and more negative experiences into your life. But when you're vibrating at a higher frequency, it means slowly but surely attracting ever desired and way more. Yes, guys, whatever thoughts you're feeding yourself will continue to grow. Exactly. So, Sister Juvie, did you want to dive right in and share the spirit card you pulled that sparked the inspiration for this episode? Yes. So the spirit card that sparked this episode is the universe has my back. So what this card says to me, guys, is have faith and let go of fear. And it's fitting for this episode because now that we all know we have the power to attract what we desire, we really just need to trust that the universe, that God, spirit, Buddha, Jah, or whatever higher power we believe in got us and will provide us with exactly what we need. Right now, in my personal journey with this, I'm learning to let go of the need to be in control. I want to let go of this need because it brings down my energy with negativity when things don't go my way. Then I get worried and have anxiety while I'm waiting for something to happen. And for the sake of my health, guys, I know that this is no way to live. It not only affects your mental health, but it pretty much affects every major system in the body. Yeah, so if it isn't apparent enough, our thoughts are really powerful, guys. Yep, that's right. And for me, having the satisfaction of knowing that the universe has my back and will provide me with what I need has really eased my mind and brought me a lot of peace. Like I don't get worked up about things that used to bother me. And it's teaching me that it's okay to slow down and just focus on things that make me better and happy. On the flip side, guys, we also need to know that when we don't get what we desire, it's also a sign. Yes, and we definitely cannot ignore those signs. For sure. Those signs are from the higher ups letting us know that there's something better in store for us or that we need to work on our patience and let the universe catch up. Yep, and having this mentality will attract positive outcomes, right, Sus? Yes, indeed. 
And I'm sure there's some people out there thinking, what the hell? I need to be in control of my life. How am I supposed to trust what I can't see and what I don't know? So what do you suggest for those people with that mindset, sis? Faith, guys. Have faith. And now we interrupt this episode with a brief word from our sponsors. As soon as you pulled that card, sis, I felt right away that the law of attraction is just something we needed to share with everyone. So I know the idea behind the law of attraction might sound very simple on paper, but in reality and from my own experience, guys, I'm telling you that it can actually be a serious struggle. Part of the struggle that affected myself and I know affects the minds of a lot of young adults today stems from mental slavery. OMG, sis, that's so true. Although slavery is no longer tolerated, it very much exists. And for our listeners that don't know what mental slavery is, it's the inability to view events or situations objectively. It's generational patterns of beliefs, attitudes, traumas, egos, fear, and doubts of us telling ourselves that we're incapable of doing things. It's limitations placed on us by ourselves or by others. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's important to remember, guys, that mental slavery has nothing to do with the physical realm and pretty much everything to do with the mental realm. It stems from feelings of basically unworthiness and this lack of self-esteem will definitely keep your mind shackled. If your mind's in a cage, then there's no way in hell you'll be able to level up in life. Sister, do you know who Bob Marley is by any chance? (laughs) Of course, sis, but enlighten me. Yes. So I'm sure everyone listening right now is very familiar with the reggae legend. I think we can all agree that this man definitely knew how to live in love and light. In fact, one of his greatest hits, Redemption Song, which I love, by the way, urged society to break away from mental slavery. Emancipate yourself from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. Yes, sis, I freaking love that song. Yes, who doesn't? But what some of you may not know is that this song was inspired by the words of the great Jamaican political activist Marcus Garvey. So um, in his inspirational speech that I wanted to share, he stated, emancipate yourselves from mental slavery. None but ourselves can free our minds. He also went on to say, the man who is not able to develop and use his mind is bound to be the slave of the other man who uses his mind. Damn, that's righteous, sis. In addition to that, Garvey coined the term mental slavery in the context of knowing African history, including the continuing fight for liberty, plight, and advances made by Africans in the struggle, tracing one's roots and going back to Africa. And both Bob and Garvey shared views on knowing one's history and fighting for equality. Yeah, so in other words, guys, taking control of your mind is pretty much fundamental to taking control of your whole life. Otherwise, like Garvey said, someone else will take control of your life for you, but you might just be too busy wallowing in your own misery to even notice. OMG. Sis, can you give our listeners a current example of mental slavery? Yeah, so I think a perfect example of this is social media. If you have a Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, then I'm pretty sure you'll be able to relate. Sadly, a lot of social media platforms really has many people thinking that attention is love. They allow their level of self-esteem and self-love to be dictated upon the number of likes they receive on a photo. 
And this, my friends, is why some people suffer so deeply inside, even if on the outside they're all smiles. Or then you have that person who scrolls through their feed and sees the next person on vacation, living a lavish lifestyle, rocking the sexiest body. So they look at themselves and their own lives and then they start to think that they're not good enough or that the next person is probably better than them. No, guys, if you've ever felt this way, I want you to know that this is not the case. Everyone goes through their human experiences at their own pace. Yes, sis. And even if you might not have all those things at the moment, it doesn't mean you'll never get there, right? Right. Just remember, you don't have... you don't actually know all of the trials and tribulations that person had to go through in order to attract that vacation, that lifestyle, that rock and body. Never assume it came easy to them because a lot of times it probably didn't. Exactly, Des. So stop comparing yourself, guys. Like Les Brown says, the biggest enemy you have to deal with is yourself. Sis, can you enlighten our listeners how they can break free from mental slavery? Of course. So I think freeing your mind starts with getting to know, again, the truest reflection of yourself, kind of like what we talked about in last week's episode. So you want to start with asking yourself, what direction do you want to go in life? What are your deepest desires? And what can you do to achieve these desires? Remember, your thoughts become your reality. And if you don't know who you are, you're going to feel like one of those plastic bags just aimlessly wandering through the wind. You know, the kind you see on the freeway, right, sis? Yes, the kind you try to dodge so it doesn't get stuck under your car. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So um, I think a good start is by getting a pen and piece of paper and actually writing down the answers to these questions. If you're a visual person like me, then this will really help you create a mental picture of who you truly want to become. Ooh, yes, that's so true, sis. Journaling does wonders, guys. And um, I just wanted to share a fun fact. Words are spells, which is why they call it spelling. And writing down your deepest wishes and desires onto a piece of paper is almost like casting a spell out into the universe. So being on this journey, Juvie, how do we recognize when we're on the right path or that our manifestation is there? The big thing for me knowing I'm on the right path is finding peace. Peace knowing that the universe, spirit, or God always got you and that as you trust in your higher power, there's nothing to fear. Dang, sis, I know exactly what you're saying. You know, they actually say that one of the biggest signs that your manifestation is there is a feeling of happiness and unexplainable peace. Like, things may not be perfect in your life, But for some reason, you just have this happy feeling in your heart and sense of comfort that everything's going to be all right. And then another sign is when you experience a string of coincidences that seem almost magical in nature. Don't ignore those strange coincidences, guys. It's actually a huge foreshadowing that your manifestation is on its way. Yes, like synchronicities. Me and you get those all the time, Des. Yeah, we definitely do. And I feel like whenever I talk to you in the morning and you tell me about a synchronicity that you had, I always get so happy to hear because it's almost like the universe is whispering secrets to you, right? Yes, the universe is giving you answers to your questions. (laughs) (laughs) 
For real, I feel like my synchronicities are guiding me when I need answers. Yeah, so these signs from the universe are also known as synchronicities will start appearing everywhere when your manifestation is near. For example, if you're waiting to hear back from a certain job interview that you're really shooting for, you might start meeting people who are also in the same industry, hearing ads on the radio, or even overhearing random strangers in public talk about the job. That's so relatable, sis. Another sign that your manifestation is near is that you'll begin to fade away or cut off relationships with friends, coworkers, or maybe even some family. I know when this is happening, it can be really confusing, and you might even mistake this for a curse rather than a blessing. Yeah, like people out there maybe even begin to question their own character, right? Or even think that it's their fault that this is happening. Yes, I'm sure. You might even be thinking like, damn, I've known this person for so long. How is it that we don't even talk anymore? We don't even understand each other. We're not on the same page. Like, damn, how did we even get like this? So if this is what's happening, guys, don't feel bad because some people just can't handle the change that's taking place within you when you're leveling up. Yes, sis. When certain people and connections start to fade out of your life, I think it's important to remember that when your consciousness is expanding, some people in your circle won't understand it. And it's 100% okay to live a life that others don't understand. Again, you have to trust that the universe has your back and will naturally eliminate those who are no longer vibing at your level. Amen, sis. And I think it's also a sign that you can't just fight or resist these changes. So don't cling on to these low vibrational relationships that no longer serve you. Yeah, and even that's a sign in itself that you need to surround yourself with people who get it. People who love your energy, love your vibe, and just love you in general. As the saying goes, it is a long and lonely road of a leader. And that's facts. They don't say it's lonely at the top for no reason. All right, everyone. It's time for my favorite part of the show, our crystal of the day. Woo, woo. You know, I've been waiting on this, sis. Can you please share what crystal you have for us today? Yep. So today I wanted to share one of the most powerful stones for manifesting your deepest dreams and desires. It's called the clear quartz crystal. And guys, the healing and energetic powers of this stone goes way back. And when I say way back, I'm talking ancient Egyptian times. What? Ancient Egyptian, like during the times the Great Pyramids were being built? Exactly. Damn, sis, we're time traveling in this episode. Yep, I noticed that too. But it's funny that you mentioned that, sis, because one of my favorite theories related to crystal quartz actually involves the Great Pyramid of Giza. So for those of you who aren't too familiar with ancient history, the Great Pyramid of Giza is one of our seven wonders of the world. When archaeologists first uncovered it, it was believed that this pyramid, just like the other Egyptian pyramids that came before it, was another royal tome to use as the eternal resting place for their pharaohs and queens. But after further investigation inside of the tome, it became really obvious that there was something very different about the Pyramid of Giza. 
something that set it aside from the rest of the pyramids archaeologists had ever came across before. Ooh, I'm intrigued, sis. What's so different about this pyramid? Well, unlike the other sacred tomes, the Pyramid of Giza didn't have any of the characteristics that the other tomes had. For instance, it didn't have any of the ornate hieroglyphics or paintings on the wall. They never uncovered any of the treasures that were placed in the tomes to guide their pharaoh in the afterlife. And then the most obvious sign was that they never even found not one mummy inside of this pyramid. Damn, not even a mummy? What about a daddy? (laughs) (laughs) Well then, what do you think the Great Pyramid of Giza was used for? Good question, sis. So many theorists firmly believe that this pyramid actually served as a power plant. The craziest thing about this theory is that many also believe that the crystal quartz's ability to receive and transmit energy was actually used to help the ancient power plant function. Wow, that's crazy. Yes, and besides the ancient history behind this crystal, sis, it's also super powerful when it comes to manifestation. Its nickname is actually the Stone of Power. So if you already have a clear quartz or looking to get one after this episode, they say that the best location to place this crystal is in the opening of your window. This way, it can bask in the positive energy of the sun and moonlight and radiate all the good vibes into your room. Finally, since this crystal amplifies energy, it's believed that its powers are at its absolute peak once your manifestation is near. Meaning this is the crystal you want to have on hand when you start to see all those signs we talked about earlier, like those feelings of peace, synchronicities, and experiencing relationship losses. This is because it symbolizes purity, patience, and space, which I think is so fitting to this episode. When you're at peace, your thoughts are pure. When you're noticing synchronicities, that means you're living in the present moment and that you're being patient with the universe. And when you notice certain relationships drifting out of your life, remember that solitude is healthy and holding space is essential to your spiritual growth. Yes, guys. So please find peace in your hearts and minds and have faith that the universe has your back. Guys, before we wrap up this episode, I just wanted to add one last message. It's that the physical world is compromised of matter. Therefore, it's also made of sound, frequency, and vibration. In a sense, the material world was brought into existence using the power of spoken words. Yes, and a spoken word has sound and vibration, giving it the power to affect how energy manifests itself into physicality. Yes, so let's remember, guys, to always speak love, light, and positivity throughout the year. Till next time, folks, and Happy New Year. Peace, guys. See you next year.